guests, I want to welcome um, a very special guest to this episode. You've heard him before, but he is back again on this episode, bringing his uh, expertise, um, all of the money that he spent into post-secondary education will be put to use on this podcast um, because we are talking about San Andreas and there is nobody better to talk rocks. Wait, hold on. We can do this better. There's no one better to talk about rocks with the rock than this rockin' guy, Adam Snyder. Welcome back to the podcast. Hey, hey, hey. Yay! Do you, have, do you have applause, Dan? Do you have applause? I do indeed. Or my bumper, which I paid five dollars. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Holy Mary, Mother of God! <laughs> Hang on, that's so long. <laughs> Wait a minute, you paid five. That's not true. Is it? You're, you're fitting. Yeah, he transferred us five dollars. I'm the only one that financially has supported the podcast, from my knowledge. What? You didn't know I did this? Not, no, I didn't know. I well, thought that Adam, was a joke. No, no, no. Way back, I think it came yeah. to our email, gmati at gmail.com, our email address for people listening. Oh. Adam Adam paid a long time ago $5 to get this theme on the podcast, just for him. Let's hear it. Adam, yeah. Adam, I didn't realize you paid us yeah. to put you, it on the podcast. You originally said, I think you said it in the podcast, mm-hmm. you were like, yeah. oh, we should like rent out, like we have the bumpers and then i just sent one in and i was like here it is who should what email account should i put the five dollars to but adam adam did like we were i think we were selling it off i said we, i think mm-hmm. we were saying mm-hmm. that anybody could buy a bumper slot for mm-hmm. five dollars <laughs> we're trying to monetize the podcast oh, I see. <laughs> the thing is man I, I even edit it and i forget what i do i <laughs> like i what we say Three seconds after. Well, we're eighty-one eps deep, you know. You know. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. About Mm -hmm. as long as your your penises now, Sam. Exactly. Um, Eighty-one. Eighty-one episodes long. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's the length of eighty-one Paul movies. It grows an episode every two weeks. It's pretty incredible. (laughs) That's some good duration you got there. You could go all night and all day. Yeah, it's the length of a railroad track. Yeah. (laughs) The Trans yeah. Trans America Railroad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, Trans Giamatti oh, Railroad. That's wonderful. Amazing. Well, boys, how 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 are you doing? How's everybody? Sam, I'll start with you. How are you doing? What do you mean? We we have a beautiful, amazing guest here. We don't. Fine. We're not going to talk about you, Adam. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm very busy at this time, but you know, I'm vibing. I'm having a great old time. Nice. Sam, can you beat that? He said he's doing great and busy. How about you? I'm doing fantastic. I have a giant penis and I'm, <laughs> I'm doing great. <laughs> I swing it uh, around. I have a good time. Who yeah. who has a bad time with a giant penis? That's what I want to know. Who's having a bad time? Um maybe that guy that has the world's longest penis. Like yeah, I was gonna say guy. like yeah. <laughs> shallow women. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Shut up. And I mean emotionally shallow. <laughs> right. Right. How are you, Dan? You have a giant penis. I yeah. do, and you know what? I'm doing good too. You know, I spend my days just 
helicoptering that thing around and knocking off like glasses from the table accidentally you know once you start getting it going it's hard to slow down and then everything is in its way this guy's a real bull in a china <laughs> shop over here with this thing yeah, that's, that's the right that's totally the energy weights are falling to the ground man yeah yeah conversations like these are why i don't tell people i've been on the giamatti 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 <laughs> podcast uh, this is what the people stay for um, oh yeah no i'm doing good again I mean, I'll one up Adam. I'll say I'm doing very great and I'm very busy. But oh. I think all of us are, you know, little happy boys and mm-hmm. yeah, who are who are doing things. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I w- I went for my first morning run today. Oh, this Previous is good. Adam this. has an anecdote. Ooh. He's saving it. He's saving it, Sam. Pre- Previous to this, I had always been just like running in the afternoon, but now it's getting too hot for that. Like yeah. we're getting into June, it's getting hot. So I said, right. I, I told myself, I need to get up early. I need to go for a run. And it is so difficult to get motivation to oh, just man. run immediately after you wake up because my first reaction is just turn on the coffee machine and just like watch it brew for like 10 minutes. And just well, you're watch already the drip a step drip. ahead of oh, me. Oh my God. You know, like I don't have the mo- motivation to get up at all. Yeah. You're already <laughs> getting up to have coffee or whatever. You just need to actually run i think you're yeah. already ahead of the game well that's i guess that's it then it's just less of a leap but mm-hmm. i went for my first morning run and everyone says it's a game changer like it's the best way to run yeah, and yeah. they are 100 right wow. it completely made my morning like so productive Make i haven't had a morning like that day. so yeah. good but at around 4 p.m i i was feeling it i was getting tired <laughs> and yeah. i think after this podcast I will be asleep, probably. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. Wow. Morning run. Big review. Big this review out here for the morning run. Have how, many Paul, tried... how many oh. Pauls would you give a morning run? <laughs> uh, definitely nine Pauls. Nine out of Shit. ten Pauls? Nine out of ten Pauls. Wow. Like, I don't know if I can go back to just running at like four in the afternoon or whatever I was doing before. Yeah. Dang, yeah. Son. I guess that's kind of the same. Like, that's like after we saw Paul grind on Big Mama in Big Mama's house, you know, we couldn't look at Paul the same way. Nine out of 10 Pauls. I think that's kind of the equivalent there. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Never going back. <laughs> Never going back. Um, have you ever tried running high? I hear that's really, really great. No, no, Dan. It's a runner's high. <laughs> no, no, no. I've heard no, if no, you no, have Dan. a runner's it's high, it's doubled. <laughs> Sam? No, I'm not an athlete. <laughs> Nay, it's not, they're not I'm running not athletic. high. They, they yes. get a runner's high. No, no, Where no, did you, no, no. Where'd you read this? BuzzFeed? <laughs> no. My girlfriend is a runner and she told me this. It's like, and, uh-huh. and it's not like you're not supposed to like, I don't think you're running like stoned out of your mind. But mm. if you like, like, um, I, I, I feel like I've read online, like some runners have like oil that they'll take a little bit before they oh. run and it like makes it like way better i don't know I, again wow. i'm not athletic i don't run i, I, could I don't see it really like... sit all that much i mostly lay um <laughs> so i i'm out of my depth here i could see it being like very like relaxing and that kind of helps you and like kind of mm-hmm. steadies like your breathing yeah. but i've never done that i usually just end up whenever i'm taking substances or drinking i just end up running because of that not mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. there's no like premeditated oh let's mix these up you know what yeah, I mean? you're very you're very much a sprinter when yeah. you get get on a substance. I'm know? like an I'm like an elk. I can just like weave <laughs> through the trees. Yeah, you yeah. know when Kinda elk like OJ. get high. Yeah. You, <laughs> those elk, they're getting high in the forest. They're running from them pigs. <laughs> the, the pigs, the pit, the cops. 
The Pope. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> I don't know, man. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. Don't I tried analyze to analyze the metaphor. Yeah, no, no. Let's just move on. All right. <laughs> okay. Let's move cool. on. I'm going to go get high, wake and bake, and then take have a jog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This is good. Have you guys been like going out? more i mean adam you're in manitoba canada mm-hmm. for all our international listeners that's in the middle of nowhere sam yeah. <laughs> you're in toronto canada for international <laughs> listeners that's basically canada um yep. have you guys been going outside going to patios i know that just opened up in ontario here like have you been enjoying you know the sun and the the demise of covid no no not patios i've done picnics so those are really oh, nice we wow. like i live very close to i'm in winnipeg so mm-hmm. the red river and the cinnaboyne but in my case the right, red the river goes a cinnaboyne river no, the, the cinnamon delicious river. yeah <laughs> yeah exactly i i'm by the red river though which isn't red by the way it's you know that was blue, gonna be my next question bluish brown you know depending on the day <laughs> but i live right by there and i'll bring a little blanket out and I'll do a little uh, riverside picnic and do some reading on my Kindle out there. So, but no patios. Delightful. Very nice. Have you Dan? uh, No, because I'd like to uh, officially announce on the podcast after uh, about a year of Sam being in the COVID hotspot of uh, this province, I am now in the COVID hotspot of this province. (laughs) Is KW worse than Toronto now? With the most cases per day. Oh, oh no yeah toronto's been doing well actually, toronto has recently. been doing great I, yeah. I think part of the problem here is uh that like like i don't know what vaccines are happening here we're on our own little island of a vaccination system and it's it's <laughs> it's i've honestly but in you're the in past, the provincial system are you no not? we're no, in the it, waterloo system yeah. every re- in ontario all the different regions are handling it separately <laughs> but most regions are through like a lot of regions have been utilizing the provincial system, but we, we didn't, we built our own one. And for a while I thought it was more equitable. And I was saying that, um, and now cases are going up and I just want my second shot and I don't know what to freaking do guys. <laughs> I, didn't I just want to do... get jabbed. <laughs> Jab me, hit me with the second. Hit me baby. <laughs> I didn't even have one to do time, anything. One more time. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's good. That has to be a meme somewhere. That's really funny. Um, <laughs> Gotta yeah, push I didn't, that I to R slash Ontario, Adam. Sorry, <laughs> I'll get on it. R slash Ontario. I don't have to do anything. My my appointment got moved up automatically. Oh, See, that's that's what I'm talking about. That's efficiency here. Yeah. Like, I don't even know. I don't even technically have a second appointment right now. So I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yikes. But beyond that, I've been sitting inside. I've been <laughs> on, you know, I've been watching Paul, Paul in, in San Andreas enjoy. And honestly... It brought me great joy today. I've been stressed out, um, you know, been reading all these COVID numbers. And I sat down at my computer today and watched San Andreas and it lifted my spirits. It really put me in a wild mood. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it is a disaster movie. So, you know, those tend to be uplifting movies. I was Ah. like, well, things could be worse. I could be falling into the ocean trapped under rebar. Yeah. Like, let's... Yeah, down compare. That's that's the key to happiness. You always got to down compare. Yeah. Uh, but before we talk about the movie, well, we have to get into the podcast. And there's a couple other things I want to get to. So let's get right into it. We got so much on our plate. Uh, mm-hmm. Here we go, boys. Welcome 
back to Giamatti, 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 your one-stop, fully academic encyclopedic source for all things Paul Giamatti. I'm your host, Sam. And I'm your host, Dan. And I... I just can't wait for the day when we can be back in person and I don't have to hear you yeah. echo delayed behind me as I try and spit out those words. I tried oh, to jump goodness. in on that, but I heard over yeah. Zoom, I was like, nah, I'm, I'm backing out. <laughs> I can't yeah, do yeah, that. Tap out, tap out. Yeah. I kind of hope you did keep it going just to be like, <laughs> just have this awful cacophony. Of- <laughs> truly, truly. Dang, what uh, do we do here? Well, we are watching, Samuel. We are watching every... Dang, that thing that Paul Giamatti has ever been in from the very beginning all the way to the very end whenever that sad day comes. You yes, know, sir. Yes, sir. I, I don't like to think about it, but uh, we, I mean, we do run a podcast. We have to think about it. Yeah. Depending how you go through billions, like you could go get a lot of content out of that. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, hopefully we could spend the next 20 years doing billions and then we can, uh, you know past paul or you know just say farewell to the great man um and it has been a relief that you know paul is probably double vaccinated now um and so he has survived this mass pandemic so that was a worry for a little bit here on the podcast and i'm glad we made it through at least for paul Paul vax let's get his nurse on here nurse jackie come (laughs) in here good 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 great Okay, so I actually found, I don't know if you saw this, Sam. You probably saw this because you, you're on all the Google News Alerts, Giamatti things. Yeah. But there's a little <laughs> bit of Paul Watch that we can talk about this week. Watch out, little bitch. Watch out, watch out. Watch out, little bitch. Watch out, watch out, little bitch. Hey, watch out, little bitch. You get it, man. You get it, man. You get it, rich. You get it, man. You get it, rich. Watch out, little hoe. Wonderful. So... I don't know if you've heard this, Adam. Maybe you maybe no, you know a little bit about the the chicken wars that are currently happening. <laughs> no. Um, the fast food giants. Tell um, me. So for a while, and you know, I'm vegan, so I don't know too much, but I believe there was a showdown between Chick-fil-A and Popeye's chicken last year that was pretty um uh it was you know, heated. A, a, it was heated. Oh. It was heated, uh, to say the least, and to add a pun uh, onto the fire. Mm-hmm. However, this past like week or, or two weeks, Burger King has jumped into the arena and they have uh, released, I, I believe it's called the, um... <laughs> no, it can't be a chick whopper. Hold it's on. It's the chicking. It's the, the chicking. The chicking. Okay. The chick The chick whopper. And chick whopper. Chick whopper. Chicka boom boom, wappa wappa, <laughs> burgy burgy. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, that's what they called it. The chicky chicky, boogie boogie, wappa wappa. <laughs> the chicky chicky, burger boogie, wappa whopper? Wappa wappa. Wappa wappa. Yeah. Um, anyway, but they released a commercial to announce their entrance into the 2021 Chicken Wars, and I believe Paul Giamatti narrates it. So let's let's oh. take a listen here and hear what Paul Giamatti has to say about <laughs> the the chi- the chicken chicken boogie booger. Well, it's called. <laughs> hang on, the, his spot is called Nightmare. <laughs> oh, that's what they called his spot. Uh, for okay. I hope this is right. Here it is. Here we go. Okay. 
Look at it. Look, Burger King, Chicken King. <laughs> the Whopper better run. Oh. oh. So the Burger King. Oh, Burger King. Flame grilling used to be your thing, but now. Chicken. People are going chicken crazy over the new chicken, and you've caught them bread handed. Because <laughs> the Whopper finally met its match. Bread handed. King. Run. The new hand-breaded chicken. Oh no! Did we just outdo the Whopper? Oh, did they? That was Whoa. great. That was great. So that was that incredible. Was, that was, that was, I see why they called it nightmare. Yeah, yeah, and, and the, you should check it out on YouTube. The imagery is pretty nightmarish. There's people in chicken beaks and costumes running up to camera. It's it's scary stuff. Oh my goodness! Um, how how many Pauls would you rate that? <laughs> <laughs> I always love Paul's Paul's voice work. In all honesty. Yeah. That was like that was like eight or nine. Yeah, I give it. I'd give it a nine. I I thought it was delightful. I, I want to try the chicken. I liked how he said "flame grilled." That was mm-hmm. a good yeah. word. Mm-hmm. And the bread joke that got us all. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, we were just cracking up over here. Well, that's Maybe. for the writers. They killed it, but Paul's delivery. Mm. He brought it to the next level. It's true. all about timing with comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Good, it really great point. is. Absolutely. <laughs> that is so. God damn, Adam, that is so true. Hit him with another round of applause. This guy's a genius. (laughs) Timing. Uh, beautiful. That is just beautiful. Um, maybe on our next episode, Sam, you should try a chicken sandwich. I think I should <gasps> try a chicken. See if it's as good as Paul says. But I we'll should. It could be that. like your yeah. version of bread talk. It could- <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't. This is Whoa. this is a win. This is a win for all of us. Adam has a good idea. I get to add another bumper, and Sam gets to have a, have his own segment. Yeah, this and, is and a I win, get to win, eat, win. I get to eat a chicken burger. Yeah, <laughs> like we're all winning here. We're all winning. Um, so that is all I have for Paul Watch here. Unless anybody had anything else, no, no. no. I'm seeing nods, or I'm seeing shaking heads. I'm seeing distant eyes. Oh, <laughs> it looks like Sam spasming over I'm there. Broken. Oh, I, I'm broken. I'm broken. I broke me. I'm I'm broken. The chicken. I just want it so bad. <laughs> okay, let's get into San Andreas. I'm sure there's lots to talk about in Paul of the movies. Let me take it to the movie, shorty. I'm showing sure Lena, or you will be my baby. Let's sit down and just be by my side. I got the popcorn, I know what I do like. So, Sam, can you tell us what happens in this movie? Well, I'll give you a quick little descript. <laughs> right from do. Right from the, the mouth of IMDb. In we love af- it. <laughs> in the aftermath of a massive earthquake in California, a rescue chopper pilot, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Mm-hmm. makes a dangerous journey with his ex-wife, the mom from Spy Kids, across the state <laughs> in order to rescue his daughter. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. She also plays um I uh she plays either Superman or or Batman's mommy in um the Zack Snyder oh, universe God. versus she, oh, one no. of the Marthas in the ZCU. <laughs> Martha. <laughs> Martha. Martha. I love how, you. I'll save how you. How do you know who that is? <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> okay, here's my thing. Have I talked about this Martha thing before? No, yes, it's you so have. it's so you, you stupid. Have. But isn't it crazy that they're both named Martha? All right, let's move on. So, 
The movie was directed by a man named Brad Payton. All right. Mm. You might know him from the amazing. Not Brad Paisley. (laughs) That's a country singer. Okay. Yep. Uh, He also directed Rampage. Mm -hmm. All right. Yes. He He directed that after, right? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Nice. Um, He also directed Journey to the Mysterious Island. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Another Dwayne The Rock Johnson feature. Yeah. Oh, have you watched it? No, no, I'm, no, just no. Sh- I, I'm just showing him on oh, my Oh, there we go. And he I also directed everybody's favorite movie, Cats and Dogs, The Revenge of Kitty Galore. He's directed some of my favorite movies across the years. <laughs> well, Dan, that's your favorite movie. <laughs> okay, so Cats and Dogs, The Revenge of Kitty Galore. I Or maybe I had the first one. Maybe it was just the I've first seen the Cats first and Dogs. One. The first Cats and Dogs was funny, but I watched yeah. it when I was a child. <laughs> it was hilarious. That movie was holds up. <laughs> I was I to work know what happened to Kitty Galore. <laughs> but I, I, yeah, I had that movie as a kid on DVD, and we watched that like all the time. Um, Rampage, I saw in Spain in Spanish. That was back when I would go to the movies at like two in the morning because they had very, very, very late shows. Smashed on cheap gin, and then like nobody would be in the theater, and we just like yell at the screen um, <laughs> at this movie where Dwayne the Rock Johnson is dubbed by a Spanish man, and he's with a giant gorilla fighting a giant wolf incredible stuff. honestly here the idea that Dwayne the Rock Johnson would be dubbed over by a Spanish man <laughs> <laughs> sounds amazing <laughs> so incredible yeah I remember so I saw I saw Rampage in Spain I saw 50 Shades Freed in Spain on Valentine's Day Ooh. and that was to I it came out on Valentine's Day so we had seen a couple movies oh before God. that and it was like empty because nobody like who the fuck wants to see these movies so late right. at night in Spain. You could be going out. You could be doing anything else. So it was fun. But then I misestimated because Fifty Shades Freed came out. That was the first night it was out. So mm-hmm. we go and it, and it was literally the biggest auditorium for a movie I've ever seen a movie in. It was packed. And we mm-hmm. were in the back row and I come in and we were all drunk, but I blacked out. I, I haven't blacked out too many. You blacked times. out in the theater, or you already yeah. blacked out going in. Oh no, you uh, blacked out. In I there. blacked out in the theater. I remember the first. <laughs> there's a bomb threat in about the first ten minutes of the movie. Something happens, and okay. then I blacked out, and then I had to pee, and I remember walking down the stairs, and like you know, like in movies where they do that shot where it like kind of pulls forward and backwards, and it looks like the stairs yeah. go on forever. That's what happened in my mind, and I remember like. The only thought was like, you can't fall down these stairs. There are like, there's like 300 people here and you don't speak Spanish. You can't fall down these stairs. And then I got back and then I blacked out. And then apparently I ran into the street and uh, afterwards. And I, I don't know what happened. Oh, oh, actually, I do know what happened. I was with my friend Sonia and she told me that um, when Love Me Like You Do started playing by L. Golding or whatever her name is. Yeah, yeah. I... I started singing along and I I dancing in my chair and I was going, I was like pumping the air and being like, love me like you do love me in a theater, like a fucking giant theater full of Spanish people. And, oh. and she was trying to hold me down. She's like, stop, stop. <laughs> You know what I thought of when you said that's hilarious, but also what I thought yeah. of when you said I don't want to get hurt in a in a Spanish theater where nobody speaks English. Yeah, I just yeah. imagine you on the floor <laughs> <laughs> hurt, and then you say, "Oh, mi ouchi gusto, mi ouchi gusto. <laughs> Dios mia, my knee really hurt." <laughs> oh, Lord. 
Wow. Uh, anyway, good times. Did you also I see Madagascar? Did you also see <laughs> Madagascar? No, I saw the the Spanish theatrical production of Madagascar. Oh, Ooh. there we go. There we go. Fancy. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, enough about me. Let's talk about rock. <laughs> the rock. Let's hear some rock. Um, like, yeah. I guess we didn't really go over my credentials or whatever well do you oh, want to yeah. list them out I, I i feel like i don't even have a good grasp on everything that you bring to the table for this movie here right so we can just read I, your email signature <laughs> <laughs> so currently i'm doing a master's of geological sciences but previous to this i did my bachelor's with a major in earth sciences and while i was there i took courses on geophysics on tectonics on natural hazards and damage mitigation so I remember I emailed, I think I emailed, maybe I just talked to Dan like years ago. Yeah. And I was like, I want to come on to talk during San Andreas because (laughs) I haven't seen that movie, but I feel like I would have, I could be, I could be a helpful, I could could be be an asset. Yeah. A little science corner. I mean, I've, I've brought up science with you guys before multiple times. Um, That is correct. So this is actually in my wheelhouse though. I mean, you 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 um, uh, opened up the great uh, time travel uh, debate (laughs) of the paycheck episode. Yes, (laughs) you know that that lasted for quite a long time and became heated. (laughs) Like that was that was dramatic on the podcast. So yeah, thanks to you. Um, I I I, I'm glad that you're here, Adam. Hopefully, you can answer all of our rock based questions Mm -hmm. um, when we're talking about the Earth and Dwayne. Um, right. But I, I, I think I have to start by asking you this, if it's okay to just jump right into it. You know? Of course. Adam, is this going to happen? When will this happen? And how can I be as far away as possible when it does happen? Yes. Yes, it will happen. Um, I forgot what was your second question already. How can I be as far away as possible when it does happen? Oh, you're pretty safe right now in Ontario. Okay. Don't worry about good. it. Good, good, good. <laughs> they said that they... They said in this movie that you would feel it on the East Coast. That's debatable. Just based off of the nature of continental crust, it's very um, spongy. So it would okay. soak up. Ooh. If it is big enough that you would spongy. feel it on the East Coast, it's like, oh, you know, it's like the Jurassic Park, like water. Like, yeah, tr- just a, like, a, right. little, a little vibration. Wave. Yeah, exactly. You would barely feel it. You're in a very safe location where you are. And what was your third question? Well, no, I feel like you answered it. So you're saying this is possible. This movie is based on science. You're you're giving it a verified. Yeah. It yeah. This movie Wow has like an overall standing, right? Like there were definitely points in it where I'm like, that is very unrealistic. But in general, the premise wasn't too far. Like it definitely right. like had moments that impressed me. Um and yeah, it will happen. The San Andreas Fault is an active uh, boundary. It's a transform boundary. So we got the two plates nudging side by side. They're not nestling each other, just getting up and close. They're not mm-hmm. converging. So that's kind of, I guess we'll just jump right in about like part of like <laughs> the issues with it is that one of the, one of the great things about this movie is that Paul is a geologist and yes. he does a lot of the science explanation. Did you so feel like, seen by having Paul in this movie? Cause oftentimes yeah. he plays, you know, really cool people. Um, like, Mm, orangutan slaver an orangutan (laughs) slaver exactly and this and now he plays a a geologist like how how did that make you feel 
it felt well it made me feel really relieved because it meant that like when the rock was on screen i kind of could just zone out and just like absorb it as like an action movie and when paul was on screen that's why i'm paying attention is to see paul but also i'm paying attention because that's when the science portion was and he would try to explain everything to the audience per se so it kind of had that double bonus going on should we hear a little bit of paul hear him explain some science yeah and then can you and can you critique it adam yeah. To the best of your knowledge. Yeah. So, yeah, let's, I think we'll get into the movie in a bit because I think there's so much to talk about. But if we're going to talk science, let's do it properly. You know, let's talk some science. Let's hear it from an action movie. Oh. I was just guessing numbers and figures. Okay. Now, Adam, you are mm-hmm. our expert. I believe this clip here is what you were referencing is when he starts to talk. He, he, uh, Paul, Paul, at a certain point, uh, walks over to this big map and he starts drawing on it and he's explaining the science behind what's about to happen to okay. um, San Francisco. I believe this is that clip. And just jump in and we can pause at any point. You can kind of break it down and we'll ask some questions and see if we can figure out, you know, I mean, I don't even know what an, what, what, what an earthquake is. I couldn't even define it. So um, let's get right into it. Okay. Or Sorry, do you have an answer to that? Yeah, it's the earth shaking. It's the ground moving. Hang on, Dan. I have have a comment to that. Okay, yeah. You dumb idiot. (laughs) Well, okay, here's here's what I think. Here's what I think. (laughs) Yeah, tell us what you think an earthquake is. (laughs) Yeah, I like this. Tell us what you think an earthquake is. So I think an earthquake happens because the earth, this is what I know. Yeah. Earth Mm -hmm. is round. Okay. Correct. And under and and there's a bunch of magma in the center, like uh, in the earth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And these where, plates where called it, it's in it's in the inside earth. inside yeah. the earth. Okay. If you okay. cut into it like a gobstopper, the center red would be magma, and then the next colored layer would be the tectonic plates that sit on this magma and are there. And when they move and they crunch together, it causes earthquakes. Adam, is this correct? I, you're okay. So, they go crunchy. The, they go crunchy, look, and we go shaky. You That's look what so <laughs> disappointed as you're I said close. that, and I thought I was nailing it. I was like, "This but is like the most. Close. This is basic." That's what it okay. is. So, you're de- there is a liquid <laughs> layer in the earth, but that's part of the core. Mm-hmm. The ma- the biggest layer, the mantle, right, is solid, but it behaves like a fluid. It's just so it's, it's not. It's plastic. Not, yeah. So it's like yeah. viscous. Not well, there is a viscosity to it and there's a measurement of the flow, but it's not quite magma. Okay. Um, but it is more solid. And but the second part of that was really right. On t- at the very like they do crunch. On the crust, there's a layer called uh, the lithosphere. And on this there are the tectonic plates, right? And there are two kinds of plates. There's the oceanic plates, which are heavier, denser, and usually uh, have oceans on top of them because they sink below the continental plates. Okay. Um, okay. And these uh, typically have like uh, lighter materials in them, and they float over top. And um, when a oceanic meets the continental, you get subduction, and those are that's oh. what creates the major earthquakes. So okay, like the, all my high school like <laughs> earthquake course. Yeah. Geography, unit, geography, geography, probably, maybe right? geography is like all yeah. hidden me. Submer- yes, it goes down. 
Mm-hmm. It goes down, and that's so. Oh, because the, the opposite begin- creates mountains. Not quite, but yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so continental and continental sometimes will create mountains, and that's okay. how you get like the Himalayas and that sort of thing. Yeah, um, I but, count them as mountains. Yeah. Yes, uh, but the very beginning of this movie, like before this clip that we're gonna pull up. Yeah. Um, I didn't tell you to pull it out, but just as for the audience, Paul gives like a university lecture, and that was like. It really kind of tickled me. I was like, ooh, what if Paul was like one of my professors? But um, <laughs> in that, he talks, he gives like a history of earthquakes, right? And like major earthquakes. And it's like, oh, the largest was in like Chile in like the 19th century or whatever. Like, do you want to hear blah. a little bit of this, Adam? Oh, do you have it? I, I have a little bit. Um, it's a long clip, so I'll cut it off partway through. Yeah. But I'll give a little taste here. Now, the Sendai quake in Japan was considered to be one of the five strongest since 1900. Mm-hmm. It was so powerful, in fact, is that it moved. This is, this is topical. Japan. Just so the audience knows, he says Sendai, but this is this also known is as the earthquake that started the Tohoku disaster, the like, big nuclear plant in Japan in like 2011. This is a very recent earthquake that he's talking about here. Anchorage, Alaska, 1964, a 9.1. Okay, so he says this Anchorage one is the biggest one in North America. Earth shook for five straight minutes. Yeah, that seems about right. energy release was the yeah. of 10 million yeah. atom bombs the size of the one dropped on Hiroshima. And that's not the biggest earthquake ever recorded. No, the biggest was four years earlier mm-hmm. off the coast of Valdivia in southern Chile, a 9.5 yeah. on the Richter scale. Right there. Wow. Dang. So these, when, big, yeah. these big earthquakes are all from that subduction, which is not how the San Andreas is situated. So... Mm-hmm. That's kind of one of the big problems with this movie is like, they're like, oh, the largest earthquake ever in the history of mankind is from a transform fault. And I'm like, what? No. <laughs> so transform is just when they're like rubbing parallel against each other. And it's just okay. like friction. And they're like, because it's, they're not like a perfect plane. They're mm-hmm. going to like catch and nick on each other. And that's kind of the issue there. But in general, they're just moving past one another as opposed to mm. like directly converging, which creates these massive earthquakes. Right, Interesting. right. That's okay. what a guy. That's what a guy said. They had a. They had a. Um, an advisor for this movie. <laughs> I saw in the trivia, on my <laughs> movie. and it said he. He said, uh, "What did it say? I gave them free advice, some of which they took, but much of much of which they didn't. Magnitude nines are too big for the San Andreas, and it can't produce a big tsunami." Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I. I, I mean. When I was watching this movie, it didn't feel perfectly realistic. So that no. that that holds up. Um, Adam, I'm going to play this clip and maybe we can hear Paul explain this earthquake and you can kind of talk to it a bit. And sure. then I also have some follow-up science questions. Now, they're not about Excellent. the earth. They're okay. about some of the side effects of the earthquake. So maybe you can oh, yeah. enlighten us there as well. Yeah. So here's the clip. What if this whole chunk of land is connected to our tectonic plate that would tell us that what happened yesterday in nevada was not an anomaly yeah this is what paul at this point this is one of my other problems with the movie is like (laughs) they go out to nevada like out by las vegas to the hoover dam yeah i didn't understand this they're getting a fault they're getting like this seismic swarm or whatever right which yes i guess is a big point of like paul's role in this movie is like he's doing he's a researcher and he's trying to predict earthquakes and one of the major problems and one of like the major things that we are doing active science on is trying to predict earthquakes because typically 
what happens is you have like this background seismic uh, profile from like, you know, just regular occurrences, regular movement of the plates. And like occasionally you get like anomalous events like they're describing in this film. But oftentimes you can attribute that to like someone like a mining company fracking or whatever, Mm. or even fun fact, um, the, in the pandemic, the coronavirus pandemic, when like the very first lockdown last year, Mm -hmm. because people were going out less and there was so much less travel, traffic on the roads, right? You know how like nature came back? Well, seismologists were able to track that on their profiles because because the amount of like cars on the roads, especially, I think this came out in like the UK, but I'm pretty sure a similar uh, announcement came from like this area in like California, but the amount of less cars on the roads was enough that it wasn't influencing the seismic profile anymore, which was crazy. Oh, wow. Um, But he says, basically, this whole movie is hinging on them just discovering this fault in Nevada, which doesn't exist. Because um, Paul says that scientists, uh, uh, contrary to popular belief, don't know everything. Right. Um, could it <laughs> be possible that there, are, that there are fault lines out there that we don't know about? There are, but it's much more likely, like in terms of that we don't know about already, mm-hmm. no, because they're very, they're pretty easy to find actually in terms okay. of just like tracking oh. their profile. But what could happen, and I don't know why they didn't write this into the movie, is that <laughs> fault lines can be created. Like you can, oh. you can what? start rifting and you can just like make, make stuff happen and they can converge in different ways and they can shift their directions. And we don't fully understand that, but they can do that. And you can know, you can form a new base. And so that could have been what, an explanation for this in Nevada, but no one ever said it. But because Paul is like in this scene, he's drawing a line down the San Andreas <laughs> fault line, right? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, and that seems to me that holds up. And then he's like, but what if there was a line here? And then he draws a line down from Nevada and he's like, how about a line here? Whoa. Exactly. <laughs> he's just making it up. And it's like, yeah. That he's like, and then the, it follows the Colorado River. Oh, that, oh okay. I didn't get that at all. I didn't get that. He might say it upcoming here. Okay, let's let's he keep does. listening to the clip does. and see see if he does. No. What if it was a precursor yeah. movement along the leading edge of the plate boundary fault from Los Angeles all the way up to There's San no Francisco? Plate boundary fault in Are you saying you think the whole San Andreas fault might go off? Yes, that's exactly okay, what Okay, guys, saying. and then he delivers a badass line here. Who should we call? The Rock. Everybody. Oh! Like, Ooh. that is sweet. I was so happy when Paul... Paul's got got a couple of those lines in this movie, yeah. and I was just beside myself. Yeah. Yeah. How, Adam, how bad could it really get? Because I've heard, like, so many people freaking out. They're like, oh, my God, L.A. is going to sink beneath the ocean. Sink into the and, like, sea. Yeah. All this stuff. And, like, Cal- the Southern California Well, that's coming from, gone. like, the iceberg smelting. I don't know if the earthquakes would cause No, but that. people are talking about this, like, intense earthquake that we're going to get. Okay. Right? Yes. Like this movie was inspired. It just didn't come out of thin air. Right. Like it was inspired right. by something. But how bad could it really get? Could so, the shit sink beneath the ocean? <laughs> the, an- the answer I ha- have for you is it's not going to sink beneath the ocean, probably. Okay. For Ooh. LA. LA's not going to. And the- I was going to save this till the end, but we can talk about it now if you want. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But so the San Andreas Fault, if you look at a tectonic map or whatever, it extends, it's basically along the lines between the Pacific and North American plate. There's a Juan de Fuca plate in there too, um, and it goes along that. But essentially it goes 
kind of all the way up and up along the uh, Alaskan margins, Aleutian Mountains, that sort of thing. It kind of just peters out and is relabeled. But so in, in essence, uh, the, the plate line comes out of the uh, like Baja, California, like that kind of Gulf of mm. California. And it comes Named up after and it, the soft drink. Yes, exactly. Mm. And it goes right through San Francisco. So that part is actually very accurate. And there was a really bad earthquake in San Francisco, like oh, I had it written down like 1906 or something. Mm. Um, mm. And you can look it up and it's a pretty bad time. And that was another, like the film has like it, it does do a good way of predicting in the sense that one of the ways, because earthquakes basically come out of nowhere, is we have these uh, refractory windows where it's like, oh, we are likely to have a major earthquake in X amount of years. And Paul says, oh, you know, the San Andreas Fault, it's where the period is 150 years and yeah. we're 100 years overdue, which is incorrect because it happened, a big one happened in 1906 along the fault and then again hmm. in 1989. So like, oh. <laughs> we're at least California is probably pretty good. Yeah, but the the fault is very large, and it hasn't released that same amount of energy everywhere. And the energy is every day building up, building up, building up. So that's one of the big scary things with earthquakes along fault lines is that when they don't happen, right? Mm. They're just getting stronger. So when you have ah. a low period the energy buildup is less because, hmm. you know, it's just releasing that energy pretty easily. But there's one area along the fault that is not releasing a lot of energy. So when the fault goes from San Francisco and then follows the coastline north. The and Colorado, then it, Colorado River? No. no. They have <laughs> the, the coastline. The coastline. The coast of the Pacific Ocean. I'm trying the to follow goes, along. There's a lot of science. It goes up <laughs> and um, it passes very close to Victoria Island and Vancouver. Okay. And oh. there's the, we don't know, like in the colonial history of Canada, we don't know the last time an earthquake came from this area. We know oh. like there are kind of uh, myths and like, uh, like stories, like the oral history of like the Ara Aboriginal people who talk about earthquakes in that area. So like they have happened there, right. but not since um, like a colonial sediment settlement of that area. And it's very dangerous because it in this film, right? You, you the, sound like Paul in the movie right now. Adam. <laughs> you are, the, you're warning us all about this impending earthquake. But, I'm doing my best. Long story short, don't move to Vancouver. The house <laughs> prices are really high right now. And um, the fault in this movie in San Francisco and California, it's mostly on land, right? So the energy, the epicenter is going to be on land. Mm -hmm. And in this film, it creates a tsunami, which isn't likely because the width of a, of a transform fault is going to be very close to the boundary. So it wouldn't be thrown off like that and hmm. cause the wave. But wow. if the epicenter was underwater, that could cause an earth cause a tsunami, and it is underwater in the case of Vancouver, and that's Ooh. the very dangerous thing is if an earthquake, when an earthquake happens near Vancouver, from the shaking to if it if if it originates on the fault from yeah. the shaking, you're gonna have sixty seconds before the tsunami hits Vancouver. What? Damn. 
Yes. Hang on. So, Adam, let me see if I'm following. Okay. okay. So there could be a major earthquake because we haven't. <laughs> we're not. We're not getting a lot of. Uh, let's see, energy coming out of this fault line, right? Right. So that means that energy is building up. It's mm -hmm. essentially like these two plates are stuck together, but yep. they're also they're trying to move. Mm -hmm. And then once it slips, that's an earthquake. That's an earthquake. Exactly. And it's it's done it. that it's done a lot of that slipping down by California. So just little slips, little slips, and it's releasing that energy pretty regularly. And that's why you hear earthquakes, and that's how this movie came out. Right. And like, what's thought of? But that release of energy isn't happening up north, and it needs to. Like, that is... Damn. So it's like it a battery. It's just holding on to this, like, it keeps getting worse and worse and worse, and then it's just going to... Specifically, this, this example was given in my lectures about, wow. like, this oh, is like wow. a danger zone. Like, and we talked about, like, that time of, like, how... You know, if you have 60 seconds to get to high ground, is that enough time for like well, the no. entire metropolitan area of Would Vancouver? Would it be enough time? No. Would it be enough time if you lived in Vancouver to hop on your boat and then drive it up the tsunami before <laughs> it crests like rock, like rock, like rock, like Dwayne rock. Johnson does in the so movie? Is that, that possible? That brings up another interesting point is like before it crests, technically, a lot of the boats were like. Were, fell backwards and like didn't do well yeah. but there's mm. they missed a key po point of tsunamis and like this is another like watch out listeners um it before would pull you in before, it would like pull exactly Bef well oh. before a tsunami hits the the tide goes out super far out and you can see like it does it does move in the movie but not not nearly as much not, as it would in real life not significantly mm -hmm. if you look on uh, in real life you can see these videos of people like going up to the coastline they're like oh look how like the beach this is always I've underwater seen those videos like, it's crazy that is so dangerous because yeah. that means the water is rushing back to build this wave that is <laughs> <Yeah>. coming at you <laughs> oh, no. that's insane so if you see that like go like run like so get in a car head, just go inland yeah yeah <laughs> we're yeah. gonna ride the wave <laughs> now now this is a different question i had but i think it's still science related so sure. and it has to do with the boat so Dwayne okay. and his wife from spy kids eventually get a boat they <laughs> they drive it up a tsunami and then they drive it into the city that's been destroyed by the tsunami mm-hmm there, there is so much. Oh, and actually, maybe you would know this because you have your boating license. Yeah, mm -hmm. your family has a has a cottage. You're a boater mm -hmm. at, in your heart. Mm -hmm. There is so much random shit in the water, and yeah. the movie doesn't show all the bodies that are probably in there too. But oh, there yeah. is right. so much stuff in the water. Can you mm -hmm. even boat through that city? Like, I feel I, like they, they they would get shit stuck in their engine and explode. Yeah, right. I, I mean, That's true. I mean, that would happen, the, right? You, yeah, like you probably yeah. would get the propeller tangled up, um, but it's just a propeller in the water. And specifically, the boat they did have was like it's the type of boat that you would use in search and rescue. It's like the mm. inflatable kind of boat, like not a hard hauled boat, because okay. if you ha if you were driving like a hard haul, that'd be very dangerous because if you hit a piece of rubble or something that would break your hull and you would kind of sink. But I think right. this is a little bit more resistant, a little bit more flexible. They're in a dinghy. Uh, they're, yeah. they're in a dinghy. So yeah. if they had to be in a boat to go through that, I would imagine that's the best boat because those boats like that are used in swamps too, right? So hmm. true. Yeah, okay, you are you're not wrong. Yeah. Here's the other thing that I wanted that I wanted to bring up too. Yeah. When that tsunami hits San Francisco, right? Mm -hmm. For all the listeners at home, you know, yeah. a tsunami does hit 
All right. After the there, earthquake, a tsunami hits. San after the earthquake, Francisco. tsunami yeah. hits San Francisco, destroys the Brooklyn mm-hmm. Bridge or uh, <laughs> the Brooklyn Bridge, Just the Golden it. Gate, the Golden Gate Bridge. Well, they were gonna feel it on the East Coast. They were, they would feel it on the East Coast. The Brooklyn Bridge would shimmy just a slight. <laughs> just shimmy. <laughs> do a little it dance. Could be the wind. It could be the earthquake. <laughs> oh, I felt something. That's the Brooklyn Bridge. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I'm what I was thinking about when they were driving through the city mm-hmm. is that all the sewers would have been backed up, and there would be mm-hmm. so much poo and pee in the water. Yeah, that's true as well. So much poo and but, pee. But but mm-hmm. counterpoint to that before Adam weighs in with the science on the poopy and pee pees. Um, yeah. There's so much more water entering the area that I feel like the amount of poo and pee that would be brought up would be very minuscule compared to the amount of water that's flooded. The volume. That's yeah. a good Oh, you're, it'd be diluted with poo and pee. It'd be diluted. No, it'd yeah. be dilute. The poo and pee would be diluted with water. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, well, is there any other science you want to get to, Adam? Or, or I have a couple of things. I think we can talk about the movie a bit, and I'm sure the science will seep into it as we go. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, Did you notice probably. any rocks? Can we just say? Oh, could, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, good mm, point. Could you pick out any? I know it's CGI, blah, blah, blah. Besides Dwayne, could you notice any rocks? Yada, yada, I mean, yada. It's hard, to see, it's hard to see other kinds of rocks when he's dominating the screen. Oh, I can't so get my eyes brutal. off him. Exactly. What can I say? Um, oh, if I can just do one more little safety notice. Of course. Um, yeah. One of the things in the film is they're like, oh, we got to get to higher ground, which makes sense definitely for a tsunami, and you should always prioritize higher ground. But if you're in an earthquake, one of the things that people are always sleeping on and wasn't shown in this film are the aftershocks, right? So okay. basically, sh- earthquakes are always like they always have these aftershocks after them, whether they be Horrific. from the original slipping that like, when it uh, slides into its new position, it's not as secure and it slides again or uh, reflections through the earth. Because when an, if a big enough earthquake happens, the earth kind of rings like a bell and the waves, the energy is going to be uh, going through a lot. So these uh, aftershocks happen. So when you're going to high ground, be very careful um, because these aftershocks are a thing and that could cause landslides, rock slides, that sort of thing. So... If an earthquake happens, your best bet is to go inland to like flat ground. Like Oh, interesting. Oh, okay. Like, because that like, did kind of happen in the movie. Like when when so um Alexandra Daddario is with these yes. two other boys and they're trying to find higher ground, but they have to go into the city, and when they're in there, like a little thing happens, like a mini earthquake happens, and by mini, it's still quite big because all the buildings are destroyed. But mm-hmm. it happens again. That's kind of an aftershock. Yeah, I guess. I, yeah, you're right. <laughs> well, so so the shaky I'm, shaky happened once or twice, and then they was, went to the big building, and then it went shaky shaky again. <laughs> <laughs> it was hard to tell in the movie because, like, there was that big earthquake that destroyed the Hoover Dam, and Paul's like, "It's not the real quake. It's a projector." <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's hard to follow. Yeah, yeah. That was, yeah, I, don't know. I couldn't tell where they were for half the movie. Like they were in San Francisco and LA, <laughs> but and LA and yeah. LA, and but then oh yeah, the Hoover Dam is like right next to LA, right? No, no it's, it's, in Nevada. Oh, no, it's right Nevada. next to Los- Nevada. Remember yeah, the map that he draws on the map, the Colorado, <laughs> the Colorado here, River. Then remember, it must be the the line, the line. <laughs> yeah, um, Sam, I wanted to ask you a question. The first thing okay. I thought when I when I saw this movie 
was were you excited that your name was almost in the title of it? My name is almost in the title? Oh, yes. man, Andreas. <laughs> <laughs> what if it was Sam Andreas? It's a movie about a, a young white boy and his and his Mexican friend. They're coming together, and they shimmy and shake all through the night. Would, 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 Paul, would Paul play your Mexican friend in the movie, or would you he be would. playing the Mexican? Yeah, He'd yeah, be yeah, Andreas. Okay. He'd be Andreas, and I'd be Sam. <laughs> a, a hoot and a holler. That's incredible. That's incredible. Um, I, I, I hang ha- on. Yeah, Speaking yeah, of ahead. the movie and being surprised by the movie, mm-hmm. I forgot that Dwayne the Rock Johnson was in this movie. <laughs> so <laughs> what? I, I don't because I just I I try and like stay as blank as possible before I like jump into yeah. the movies. Yeah, the Giamatti experience is a pure one. You don't want to. Okay. Yeah. You yeah. only like, know all you know is Paul's in it. Mm-hmm. Paul's in it. That's really legitimately as much as I try to know about every movie. <laughs> okay. And then, so going into this, I completely <laughs> forgot about it. And I forgot that Dwayne the Rock Johnson was in there. And it's, he's flying a helicopter. <laughs> and they're going to go save this girl who definitely should have died. She okay. fell off a cliff. Oh, yeah. We need to talk Hang about on, this. Hang on one second. Yeah. Hang on yeah. one second. Okay. One second. Okay, one second. fine. You talk about Dwayne, then we'll talk about so, this fucking dead so, girl. She should have died for sure. So, like, there's they a all should have. <laughs> there's so many. Yeah. Spy Kid's mom should have died. So many people should have died. <laughs> The guy Everybody who got his, should be dead. His leg was cut and there's poo-poo pee-pee water everywhere. That's why I was thinking about the poo-poo pee-pee water. <laughs> I thought the same thing. Yeah. Yes. So, so there's a landslide that happens right at the beginning of the movie. And this lady falls off a cliff. And her car flips mega amount of times. And she should have died. Then- it's like it's like that scene in Hot Rod when uh, Andy Samberg falls down that hill, but yeah. it's with her in this CGI car. And like I was like I turned on the movie. It was like just before work finished. I was like, great, let's watch this movie. I'm gonna podcast tonight. And she's like driving. She's listening to Taylor Swift, and I made a note. I was like, oh, is yeah. this Dwayne's daughter in the movie? Like, great choice of music. I'm like writing things down mm-hmm. for the podcast, and then she gets fucking trucked by these rocks, and for like three minutes. Just hits, bang, 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 bang. Yeah. Slow motion, just over top. Like her rolling, airbag is deflated. Front like. over back, not side over side. Front yeah. over back. I was yeah. like, "What the fuck is going on?" Yeah, it was crazy. So they're about to save her. There's people in a helicopter, and then lens flare. Okay, lens flare. And there's Dwayne the Rock Johnson flying the helicopter, and I lost my fucking mind. I literally did. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm like, not only is Paul Giamatti in this movie, but Dwayne the Rock fucking Johnson, and he's saving people. And he he made an amazing save. He said hey, we're gonna tip the hat, and they go that into the, me. the valley. <laughs> I know it's so bad. <laughs> Boys, we're tipping the hat. I'm gonna put all your lives in danger for this tiny little white girl who should die. Yeah. <laughs> like. Which, so tipping the hat is where they, like, because the helicopter couldn't just lower into this uh, like like, a fissure or of, chasm yeah. or ravine. Yeah. So they had to, like, tilt at an angle to, like, fit in. And they mm. ram into the side of the canyon <laughs> wall and a couple of the rotors hit. And I'm like, that would have crashed them. That would, yeah, yeah that, immediately. That'd be it. I was also I mean, thinking, like, isn't air a factor here? Like, you can't just park a helicopter in the, like with, like, eight feet of space on either side. Like, I, I feel like you can't. <laughs> I don't, I'm not no, a helicopter he's putting all man, their but... lives at danger. He almost killed yeah. them all as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. And also the other great part about it too, he's like, can we connect? Does she have a cell phone? Can we connect to her cell phone? And they're like, <laughs> yeah. beep, 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 beep. we got her. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's ring, ring, ring. Help! Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, well, that's the that's the beauty, you know, of the Patriot Act. You can just get anybody's information and it's done. Well, you know, I, I took that as she called nine one one. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. And they oh, just like, reconnected. I'm she didn't look fissure. like she was dialing any numbers, to be honest. <laughs> they were just flying, having a laugh, and then they're like, "Oh, there's a almost dying micro in that ravine. Like, what yeah, are we gonna do? Let's tip the hat. We got tip the hat, man." But I, I think you're like. I want to get back to the point. Everybody in this movie should be dead. So Spy Kid's oh, yeah. mom, uh, Dwayne's wife, falls through like eight stories of <laughs> a building to begin with. Mm-hmm. And she's fine. She doesn't you know? fall onto a mattress either. She falls onto concrete. Rock. Yeah, rock. She falls onto concrete. Actually, Adam, what type of rock would she have fallen onto? <laughs> would have been concrete. Concrete? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Anyway, so like... Everybody should be dead. Also, everybody, everybody in this city should be dead. I just don't well, understand. Like, okay, yeah, that was well, actually a lot one of people of the, died. That was actually what a lot of people did die. It showed them yeah. dying somewhat off-screen, implied deaths. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was one of the things that was kind of overblown for this movie, in the sense that they showed like all these. A lot of the skyscrapers were still standing, to be mm-hmm. fair, but mm-hmm. they showed these skyscrapers just falling and that sort of thing, and. Fun fact, skyscrapers are like the third or second, somewhere up there high, about the highest pl- or safest places you can be. Really? Because oh. mm-hmm, they're wow. like the glass breaking. Yeah, that's pretty fair. But uh, the modern skyscraper is built with steel beams and they're connected by like concrete, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you, you can look these up too. But skyscrapers sway in the wind. They're built to be flexible because if they were rigid, they'd just break and fall over from like a really strong wind. So they're built to sway. And that swaying action has the bonus benefit of it adds flexibility. And when an earthquake happens, it's like jello and it can dissipate the energy. And the skyscrapers are actually a good place to be. Wow. It kind of counterbalances itself. Exactly. That's incredible. They're they're pretty good. And like they've taken it to the next step in Japan. Like they have special like earthquake, like uh, balancing beams that yeah, kind of like smooth. shock absorbers. Essentially. Yes, I've seen videos yeah. of it where they move around to like counteract. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. So like, that's actually a really good place. Other than that, is like being like in an open field or like in a wood constructed home. The most dangerous place that you could be in an earthquake is in a brick or like solid concrete structure that's like one to like five stories high. Those mm. things just get flattened because they're rigidly right. built and they yeah. just topple down. That, that's so, fair. Adam, you know, you've given a lot of, you know, safety advice in this, you know, review of this movie. They, <laughs> in this movie, they also can't stop giving safety advice. <laughs> Did you notice that? <laughs> the, and they're given facts about Knob Hill. Mm. They got, they got safety facts about like, Oh well, we got a tourniquet, and then we'll just take it out. It'll cause more damage, and like, we got to get to higher ground. We got like they're yeah. constantly, It's like a PSA. Well, maybe that's what this movie is. An earthquake, like an earthquake or disaster movie, comes out every twenty years or so to remind yeah. the public about what they should do. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah. even did it in the marketing strategy for the movie. Really? They're like, yeah, because there was an earthquake that happened like a little bit before the movie came out, so they changed their marketing strategy to have like. Uh, prepare and stay safe.ca or like dot com kind of oh, shit. Wow. To be within the marketing strategy. Yeah. They couldn't stop. They couldn't no. stop helping the public. You no. know? My daughter will know where to go. She always has a plan B. Well, like- <laughs> Alexandra, the daddy's girl, uh, daddy's girl in this movie. Daddy, daddy lady. Yeah. <laughs> Alexandra, the daddy's girl, uh, <laughs> is 
Yeah, is so prepared. She knows everything. But I feel like any person at least like distantly related to or just even knows Dwayne The Rock Johnson would be prepared for anything. You be know? prepared for anything. And any, I mean any that I mean his character in this movie or in real life. You mm-hmm. know, like I think yeah. that man knows what's up. Well, um, he also ripped a, a car door off. Yes, saving he did. The lady <laughs> in the ravine. How insane is that? He ripped just a car door with off. With one arm. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then the amazing. guy's trapped under the car and he goes, cut and swing. And so he cuts it and swings out and the car falls and he doesn't get hit. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. You can't do that. The thing okay. is, yeah. it's so unbelievable. That we'll get off this this miraculous recovery, but like <laughs> it's not even the main point of this. <laughs> no, it's not, but it's amazing. It's the save the white girl moment instead of yeah. the save the cat moment. Is the save the white girl? <laughs> but it's so unbelievable. He rips a car door off with honestly, with ease, truly. Mm-hmm. And I kind of believed it a little yeah. bit, you know, well, <laughs> because it's Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> like I did kind of believe it. Okay, if you believe that, though, did you believe when Paul catches a child that's tossed to him? But the child isn't, like, a toddler. Like, it's, like, a 12-year-old girl. And he just, like, <laughs> oh, it's, like, the yeah. perfect catch over, a like, a, a, a chasm. It's just, like, whoop, and he scoops her. Yeah. Well, he was, he, was, he was high on the adrenaline of seeing his friend die. I thought know? Paul might be the real hero of this movie. Now, I know that might be controversial, but... I'm going to posit that Paul Giamatti saves more people on the Hoover Dam than mm-hmm. Dwayne The Rock Johnson uh, saves yes. in this entire movie. His, this, this bothered me. His okay, job yeah. is a rescue worker, and he only saves his family to the point yeah. where he picks yes. up his like currently ex-wife and flies to the other city yeah. just okay. to save his daughter. Yeah, yeah. So I know. This, That's this exactly guy... what I was thinking, too. I'm glad we're all on the same page because I, I I wrote this down. So the movie basically sets up. So Dwayne um, and his wife, they lost one of their children dr- who, who drowns in, in, a, yeah. in a river boating accident. with Dwayne. Yeah, whitewater rafting. <laughs> yeah. And then they end up uh, falling apart, divorcing. The wife has a new boyfriend played by Mr. Fantastic himself from yes. the early Fantastic Four movies. Love Ian it. Gruffle. Oh, yeah. oh, Ian Gruffle. Oh, Ian Gruffle. And... Um, Basically, they, they set this whole thing up. So so him and the daughter go off and then she gets stuck in a car. I'm, I'm giving a little bit of context here, but she gets stuck in a car and then he goes up to try and get help. And then a security guard is smushed by concrete in front of him. And then he walks away and he's treated like this villain in this movie. Like he's treated yeah. like the worst fucking piece of shit in the world. Later in the movie, he does toss another man to his death to, to get to a, a, a coverage spot. Okay, Correct. so it's not the best the best Mm -mm. look here but the movie makes him out to be like the biggest asshole traitor villain but Dwayne the Rock Johnson is set up in the beginning of the movie there's a conversation that happens where the one guy's like they're like on their way to the helicopter one guy's like I I should have called in sick today you know like haha and he's like I'm the boss I can't call in sick you know I have a duty to the people (laughs) and then he immediately commandeers a helicopter from LA County flies it to save his wife and daughter he punches a guy and leaves him on the road in the middle of an earthquake, knocks him out, and he's like, gotta do what I gotta do. Oh, he's, but he held a gun to his head. I guess, but yeah. he's constantly taking, like, like he's all in it for him. He's in it for him. That's exactly mind. what I thought while watching this thing. <laughs> I thought that mind. he was playing, he was playing uh, Grand Theft Auto character. Yes. Yes, he was, in, he was in GTA Online during a during an earthquake. <laughs> he he commandeers a freaking plane at a point. 
Yeah. <laughs> and crashes okay. it. Oh, oh, man, guys. That's, yeah, like, one sure. of the funniest sound clips I thought I had from this movie. Okay, So there's... It. Let me just play it, because it just... When this scene happened, it absolutely freaking killed me. Sir, if you don't mind me asking, where'd you get your hat? <laughs> <laughs> the music swell. <laughs> I just, I did that one just cracks me up. But anyway, yeah, but he finds this guy with a hat who owns an airplane and then commandeers an airplane. But Dwayne, I like Dwayne hasn't done anything like other than save his family, which is nice. And, and the white saved, girl. And the white girl. And he saves yeah. like kind of a group of people once he gets to once he's at the baseball diamond. Yeah. This makes no sense. I'm just saying he doesn't save that many people. I think Paul mm. saves more people. And I also yeah. expect like what happens when like at the end of the movie, it like turns out like a lot of people are okay. They're gonna rebuild, like, you know, there's hope mm-hmm. for the world. What happens when Dwayne returns to LA and they're like, hey man, you you run a rescue team and you flew off in one of our helicopters during like the biggest emergency of the last 150 years? Yeah, wait a minute. You stole a truck, you wait, stole a plane, you stole our LA county. For this? Is he sued? Like what the fuck happens here? <laughs> yeah, truly. He would. He totally would get he sued. He can't go back to his job, right? No. Yeah. Hey, what happened to the helicopter? Oh, it's in a mall. <laughs> I crashed it, saving my wife. I crashed yeah. it in the Midwest. <laughs> like, oh my fuck? god! I just That's think so like true. Daniel deserved better, and but I also kind of hope we don't see what happens to him. I don't think. Yeah, and we I, do. Oh, does he die? Yeah, yeah, oh, he shit. died. What, Remember, when, he on died the on the Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah, he got oh. hit by the tanker. Yeah. Shit, I tanker. must have looked away and missed that. I was hoping that he'd come back as the villain in San Andreas too. <laughs> <laughs> I have the power of earthquake. <laughs> oh, also speaking I of that Dr. guy. I have Dr. Seismodulus. <laughs> I'm making my own fault lines this year. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. That'd I've be cut Nevada in half. <laughs> but I also, I also felt sympathy for him because, you know, Dwayne's mission throughout the movie is to save his daughter. You know, yeah. it's to save his family, save his daughter. And early on in the movie, they, there's this conversation that happens that made me feel a lot of sympathy for him. This is what he says. Mom was telling me about this. She said it's the tallest building in the city, right? When it's finished, it'll be the tallest, strongest, and it's already 80% sold. But honestly... I guess I never had any kids because I was always so busy raising these. His buildings are his children, you know? And, and all of his yeah. buildings toppled to the ground. Give the guy some. It's, it's almost idiot. like losing his children. You only care about him because, A, he's a coward and you, and you, you like I, him. It resonates. It resonates, yeah. And also his name's Daniel. Yeah. Well, so when he yeah. was introduced, I think Alexandra Daddario mentions Daniel, and I was like, "Oh my god, does my namesake character in this movie is he dating Alexandra Daddario?" And then he was Mister Fantastic, which was pretty cool, but yeah. he wasn't. Unfortunately, he was the the jerk who who leaves her in a parking garage to die. He seemed yeah. so cool at first. Yeah, he really did. I thought he was going to mm-hmm. be like a cool stepdad and they're gonna like come to an understanding yeah, yeah. uh no you know what no. <laughs> he had to die so this movie could be uh parent trap the disaster movie that's right <laughs> you know? that's right yeah. that's right um yeah. do, so do- mommy and daddy could get back together <laughs> while driving a boat in pee pee poo poo water do we um do we want to talk about Paul's big scene on the Hoover Dam? Like we've talked about it a little bit, but should we kind of break it down? Because sure. that's like his main action set piece in the film. So he goes then, to investigate, and then the dam breaks, 
and he yeah. has to call people off of the bridge. What what'd you guys think about seeing Paul in action? I feel like it's been a long time since we've seen him do anything like this. Well, I thought it was an amazing chaos scene. We mm, we yeah. you know we love doing it. We've had our dissertation on chaos, and yeah. I thought it was I thought it was perfect chaos. Mm-hmm. Try quite honestly, you could follow the plot. You know, you know what's happening. Shaky, yeah. shaky, mm-hmm. scary, scary, and damn breaky, breaky. Damn breaky. You know, breaky. we we all understand what's happening, and mm-hmm. Paul is honestly king. yeah. Breaky, breaky. He know he knows it's gonna happen, and he's getting people off of this fucking dam. Well, he was, steps you know? into action quickly. Like as mm-hmm. soon as he sees what's going on, he's immediately waving his arms, yelling at people to get off the bridge. I actually have a clip here, Adam. I'll let you say what you're gonna say first, and then. Well, I was gonna clip. say this is the only clip that I asked for. That is correct. <laughs> this is a little bit about Paul's big action sequence. What's wrong? The pulse rates are spiking again. They're huge. Are you serious? I'm about to have a major quake. He jumped to a 7.1! Jesus, Kim, get the hell out of there! <laughs> yeah! Everybody get off the dance! He jumped into action. He's decisive. Mm-hmm. Get off the get off this dam. Get mm-hmm. off this damn dam. Which this you dam. Do. Yeah. Yeah. You, you really no should. Is that scientifically beforehand. proven? Uh, are there are there pulses beforehand, Adam? No. No. That is oh, that's really? kind of like the big scary thing about earthquakes is like, you know, as I was talking, there's that background profile where it just is kind of like nothing, nothing, nothing. And then, oh geez, here's the earthquake, and it just shows up. Oh, hmm. so, so this idea that you could predict earthquakes yeah. that because that's what Paul's researching, Doctor Lawrence Hayes. Yeah. That's what that's he's a, conducting research that's, into. That's the science fiction yeah. part portion. Yeah, which I will say, it also that scene kind of confused me because Paul's on the top of the dam with like this laptop doing sensors, apparently like getting the data from whatever his grad student is doing in the sewers below. Uh, the dam or whatever. I think he's an associate professor. They both have their name in the Oh, oh yeah, they're both on, on the book Tremors. But it, <laughs> yeah. Or is it like a PhD student? I don't know. I, I assume it was we'll a PhD to student. Take this away. Okay. But either way, how you would normally do it to measure is you to measure like an earthquake to figure out how much you're moving is you drill into bedrock and you put a sensor there that you can easily get a GPS signal to that's like really accurate. And the oh. movement of that sensor in the bedrock will tell you how it's moving. But he's just like in the sewer with like, I don't know what equipment he had. And that didn't really make sense. But well, he said that they were measuring the magnetic fluctuations to have an understanding of when it would move. <laughs> <laughs> so I also thought that being around yeah. all this water in the dam might affect the readings somehow. Like you're trying to figure out about the earth and rock. Like you have a bunch of water just normally moving <laughs> that's a, around. That's like, a whole other element. That's a whole you know, different element. air too. Yeah, man. Yeah. Not a lot of fire. <laughs> no, but if, if there was, it'd be an absolute train wreck. They start, he starts bending the dam <laughs> <laughs> like an avatar. Exactly. I have I've done research into the magnetic waves. I understand. <laughs> uh, the other the other part of Paul that I thought was really funny was at a certain point they have to get to um, they need to tell people what's going on. We heard that at the end mm-hmm. of the li- like yeah. a clip a while ago. So he enters. I don't know. They come up with this plan to get on the air, and then he says this and. 
I, I like this because he's having fun with the dialogue here, but it's really absurd. I didn't really quite understand what they were trying to do. This is what happens. Okay, who wants an A in independent study? I'm starting a new class. How to save lives by hacking media outlets. Oh yeah, man, I'm in. Sweet bro, get your laptop, let's go. Sweet bro, get your laptop, let's <laughs> Sweet, go. Sweet bro. Well, it's because they're in California. It's like bro. surfer culture. Those are the people in new media. Well, I thought yeah, he was having fun because he, he does that the inflection. <laughs> but what does it I mean guess. to hack a media outlet? Like, what what are they doing? I don't know what they're trying to do. I Science? think they're just hijacking the news stations, right? And, like, because the university doesn't have, like, its own TV channel. Mm. But, like, they needed to hack into other TV networks because but they get some would be down, some Andrew would be up. Qu- or uh, the Cuomo guy on CNN. Andrew Cuomo? Andrew no, Cuomo? his brother. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, all they would have to do, I think I learned this in school. I oh, think okay. yeah. I Sam's, learned this in Sam's school. Sam's post-secondary knowledge is coming into hand, in handy yeah. now. You send it. You can't. You don't even hack in. You just send it to a distribution center, and then they send it out. Well, I don't know what they're hacking into. I think. I think the. I think the premise was that they were sending it out of L.A. Mm. Because L.A. was under an earthquake. Maybe Paul's being funny too. It's not really hacking, but he's just Mm. like, let's get this on the air. Yeah. I don't know. I was confused by it, but I thought it was kind of silly. Yeah. All right. Do we have? uh, Well. Not well, a lot of people Sam, like this really... movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, oh, I, well, I don't, I don't, where, where am I? Um, not a lot of people like this movie. 49% on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. The critic Damn. consensus says San Andreas has a great cast and outstanding special effects. I would agree. Mm-hmm. Great mm-hmm. special effects. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I didn't think the special effects were that good. <laughs> Okay, but the buildings crashing, that looks really realistic. The helicopter yeah. could use some work, you know? <laughs> I thought the, yeah, there were good bits of Some and of bad the cars could have used some you could have used some work. Yeah. The mm-hmm. pee pee poo water. Pee pee there know? was not enough pee pee poo poo in the water to make it realistic. <laughs> they're, they're, they're green not screen stuff. Anytime not enough floaters. <laughs> Imagine there's just a bunch of a shit bunch like <laughs> actual pieces of shit in the water. Um their green screen work was really bad, but like mm-hmm. all of the like overhead shots or like flying through the building shots, those look mint. Yeah. They, anyway, they, they looked pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. But amidst all the senses shattering destruction, the movie's characters and plot prove less than structurally sound. Dang. Oh. That's a good, that's a good phrase. That's a good critic consensus right yeah. there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know what, guys? I am a sucker. I love a good natural disaster movie. Hmm. What's your, other than this one, what is your next favorite? It, I mean, it, I think it's what's everybody's favorite, which is The Day After Tomorrow. Oh, interesting. interesting. Yeah. I love I, The Day After Tomorrow. Wait, wait, it's, so like, what, 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 what other ones are there that you've watched and you like? There's 2012. I don't really, I enjoy oh, seeing them. Okay. I don't think they're good movies, mm. but I like mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Mm. I enjoy, I just like the spectacle of it. I like, so like my I like being kind of scared. Thing is like your Roland Emmerich thing. <laughs> I don't know who Roland Emmerich is. Okay. Um, but I, you know, like there's Twister. Twister's a great movie. Twister oh, would Twister. be my okay. favorite, okay. I think. Yeah. I've never okay, seen that, but that's like actually, I've there's, heard it's a good movie. What mm-hmm. is it? Uh, Dante's Peak? Yeah. Yep. yep. And Volcano. Mm-hmm. And Volcano. Yeah. Like, there's a lot all of good social disaster. studies movies. Like Day After Tomorrow, yeah. I watched in grade nine social studies or whatever. <laughs> but uh, all of the plot sucks. This one's Parent Trap. Like, most of the time, it's just like, 
oh, come here, my little boy. We got to get to safety. You know what I mean? Like, they all <laughs> well, there's suck. only there's only so much you can do with one of these movies, you know, yeah. like like you're there to watch things blow up and people die. And then you got to like like at the center yeah. of it, you're like, it got to be a dad and a son or a dad and a daughter or a mom and a daughter trying to get somewhere. Yeah. Just yeah. trying to survive as a family, you know, it's, it's core. Like the- it's innate. It's like the Godzilla movies, but instead of seeing a giant lizard, they have to make quartz seem cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to say that this isn't a grand tradition of like very 9-11-y movies. Like this is like once like people could like add CGI particle effects to things, everybody is like the wave of like skyscrapers falling down and clouds of like all that 9-11 imagery is all over this movie. Mm. Um, yeah. So much that I discovered an interesting clip behind the scenes of Paul. It, it, it shocked me a little bit. Uh, here, here's a little bit from Paul. And um, you had mentioned New York and, and 9-11. Um, can you tell me um, you know, what your experience was like briefly? Um, mm, being it was in a, a different sort of thing that happened. You know, I mean, it was crazy. I, uh, there's a lot about it, but um, I don't know. It was, uh, one of, it was a strange it was an day. inside job. It was for everybody. <laughs> it was an oddly beautiful day weather-wise. Which is one Fire can't melt still beats. Thermite, thermite oh, reaction. What's, it's a different kind of disaster. What's even that one, you know? mm. Paul just sounded really sad. Sad about it. Sounded like I, a, New, a New Yorker. Yeah. He lived in the great city of New York, and it, and the buildings were crashing. Yeah, I don't know if Paul did anything at 9-11, but I know Steve Buscemi did. Did you know about that? Yeah, because yeah. he, he was a first responder, right? Yeah, he was a, before he was an actor, he was a firefighter, and he went back to work on 9-11. Wow. That's so cool. Yeah. That's so good. Did you well? Who I I mean, it's nice that he helped out or or you know did his. Paul thing. just sounded like he was scared. Well, I he was in New York. I'd be freaking scared too. Yeah. Well, he's in a great was, city in New York. I just thought it was interesting. I was watching this interview and they were just talking about like behind the scenes and on the Hoover Dam, and it's like some reporter from Latin America. And then she's like, "I heard you were in the 9-11. I was like, "What the <laughs> fuck?" Paul was in yeah. the nine eleven. Paul was really uncomfortable in that interview. He's like, I yeah. honestly don't really like to think about it. She's like, yeah. I know, but like watching this just made me think about terrorists. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And oh, then no. Paul also did talk about science a little bit. And um, I, w- I wonder what your thoughts on this are, Adam. I didn't know the kind of science of these kinds of webs and swarms of them and stuff like that. I didn't know about the whole way they work. because they that. don't exist. <laughs> I also didn't know about the kind of cycles of them. You know, and that that's true. But this area is long overdue for one. You know, so I, just I don't know about that. About it. it was all interesting to me. It's in a long tradition of clips where Paul is asked about things in these movies, and he's like, "I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I read the script, and um, <laughs> it seemed. Yeah, I don't know. I wanted to be a geologist this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Paul was a movie, and I was in it. Thank that's you. True. That's right. That's right. Um. I think that's all the clips I have here, but I want to leave you on one last thought or one last question, unless anybody else has anything else. Um, San Andreas 2 is in the works, okay? 150 years later, right? What is it going to be? Is it set 150 years later and Paul's been cryogenically frozen and is brought back out (laughs) to save the world? Um, You know, does Mr. Fantastic come back? Is it at a different fault line? Does it have, does, does somebody make, the San Andreas fault line blow up again. Like San Francisco was already destroyed. What happens? Is it Vancouver? Vancouver. There we go. Vancouver. Vancouver. Tax credits and an interesting plot. We got, we got the inside (laughs) scoop over here. I, I, yeah, I was just curious. And, and Sam, last week we bet 
um, on if Paul would survive the movie. Do you remember what you said? I don't remember. Did I say I said he would survive? You said he would die, right? I, I said he would die. Yeah, mm-hmm. and how's he it, didn't. How does it feel to be wrong? <laughs> Hurts. Yeah, I bet. I bet. Hurts. Yeah, yeah. But you got to suck it because uh, you were wrong and I was right. Ha ha. Hee hee. Boo hoo. Ha ha. Hee hee. Um. Yeah. Big old pint of pee pee poo poo water for me. <laughs> Drink it. Drink it, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Drink, Drink it. it. <laughs> um let's let's talk and rate Paul. Um Paul in this movie, I thought he did a fantastic job. He had about 15 minutes of screen time as par the course for his movies these days. But yeah. I thought he he did a lot of different things with it, things we haven't seen from Paul. I love seeing him get into action and help people get off the bridge. I honestly think he saved more people than Dwayne did in this movie, and I'm willing to stand by that opinion. Um, and I like seeing him as like kind of an introverted scientist a little bit, but he's he's trying to help people in his own way. Anyway, I really liked what he brought to this movie. Um, I think he did a great job. I'd give him an 8 out of 10 uh, Pauls, and I'd give this movie uh, a 4 <laughs> out of 10. Sorry, a 4 out of 10. Bad. I didn't like it very much. <laughs> Dang, I'm in agreement. I'm in agreement with nice. you. Nice. I'm in agreement. It's an eight out of, eight out of ten. Pauls. He killed it. He truly was the the greater hero than even Dwayne, Dwayne the Rock. And yeah, killed it. Four, definitely a four out of ten for the movie mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Adam. Adam. I think. I think. Yeah. I liked. I really liked Paul in this because you know he was a geologist, and now mm-hmm. like the repertoire from orangutan to geologist, we have an evolution of Paul, and I'm just so excited that this is like he was a university geologist, and like I really identified with that. I really like that. Well, so. I mean, I hate to keep harping on it, but like as a young white man, you don't often get representation <laughs> in movies. So like this is kind of a really. <laughs> I don't know. I was just happy to see this happen it's, to it's you. It's practically unprecedented. Yeah, practically. Yeah. I just thought well, it was worth noting. Well, I mean, I don't know if Paul was a young white man, but he was a white man for sure. And yeah. well, you know, that's enough. That, that's enough. <laughs> so, eight eight out of ten, Pauls. Nice. And then I think I might give this movie five out of, out of ten because even though I know I harped on the science, I think it did do. It got more right than it got wrong. I, I honestly think that's so crazy. Going into this recording, I did not expect there to be anything of substance in this movie, scientifically accurate. But the fact that like a lot of it holds up, and obviously there's things that are made up for yeah. the movie, and Paul's whole like kind of inciting thing where he can predict them doesn't make any sense. But just the idea of these earthquakes that could happen like this, that's mm-hmm. insane. That scares mm-hmm. me. I'm mm-hmm. so scared of this happening. So I'm glad I live in uh, the safety of this little, uh, I don't mm-hmm. know, little valley we call a uh, ontario canada <laughs> it wasn't safe a long time ago but that's another story Whoa. for another day Whoa. we'll have to we'll talk off the next we'll time. talk off air on that nice nice <laughs> <laughs> the real the real science was the the law of attraction and that was to Dwayne the rock johnson's muscles mm-hmm. okay amen mm-hmm. oh did you guys see that paul was uh hawking a diet coke or a diet pepsi in the movie yep. 
I just thought really? that was interesting. Yeah, a diet Pepsi, a diet Pepsi. Yeah, and it was. I didn't even know they made those. No, man, and it was totally product placement. Like he was sitting at his desk and was drinking a diet Pepsi, label out to camera. Um, which I also thought was interesting. Like, why is Paul Giamatti hawking the diet Pepsi yeah. and not Dwayne? I had so many questions, but I, I don't know. I, I just yeah, had Dwayne to should have put it like on the roof of the helicopter, like as he's getting in or something. <laughs> on the rotors, he should be chugging them and tossing them out to like see. Yeah. Um, also. Uh, okay, there's so much crazy shit in this Oh movie. my god. They crash the plane. <laughs> they, he lets the plane crash into the ocean. He skydives out with his wife into a baseball stadium. And he's like, yeah. it's okay. The plane will just crash into the Pacific. We'll let it go. It was GTA, man. He yes. was playing GTA. Yeah. yeah. Do you yeah. ever think about the fish? Like they're just swimming along and then a plane crashes on yeah. them? Yeah. <laughs> Again, he's killing people. He's killing fish. Dwayne is not a good guy in this movie. No. But he's back with his ex-wife, and he, right. ma- he raised his daughter from the dead. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. Yeah. Also, she killed herself. Yeah, this movie's insane. This Wait, movie's insane. <laughs> Did you not notice? So, Ale- Ale- this is the last thing. Daddario, Daddario Dwayne the Rock Johnson's uh, daughter, Yeah, he's about to save her in the building that's going underwater, and she says, I love you, Dad. Tell Mom I love her, too. And then she goes under the water, and she sucks water in. Oh, I no no no. She killed I thought, herself. I thought she went underwater, and that's what drowning looks like, where where she couldn't breathe. And it, so she was I, no, but she blew all of her air out. Oh, and then and then she drowned. But she blew all of her air out. That's just not good water safety. Um, no. Here's one one last thing too. So she has a squeeze oh in this movie. Who's this British guy? And I like the kid more. The kid, yeah, the, the kid, kid was, was great. The kid was great as well. With the laser pointer? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Very sure. smart. Very smart kid, Ollie. Um, and I went into the movie thinking that Alexander Daddario was the catch. But then I started thinking the British guy was the catch because he's decisive. He's good with kids. He's an architect and or designer at a big company almost. I, I don't know what job that is, but, you know, good for him. And he also seems to be built like a tank under that suit. Like yeah. he's one of these British guys. But like at a certain point when he's walking down the street, it's like, oh, my God, this guy's totally jacked. But he didn't take his shirt mm. off in the movie. But I knew he was jacked. But he got mm-hmm. sepsis. He had a, a cut in his leg, and we know about the quality of that water. Yeah. So he yeah. is he is done for soon. And yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Dwayne can't breathe life back into his thigh. You know that's no. not. That's no. Not you happen. know what I also really appreciate about this movie? Last what? thing. No, no, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> These are short thoughts. This is. Okay. I really, and this is a dirty little horny boy thought. Uh oh. Oh. But need- Dario was not wearing a supportive bra. During the whole movie, did you notice this? No, I, I didn't was notice. not paying attention. Yeah, I'm to sorry. This. Her no. boobies were all over the map. They were just, they were just jumping and jamming. Oh, like over. when she was running and moving. All right, guys, this has been a great <laughs> podcast. <laughs> uh, gr- a, a fantastic way to soon. end. Okay. <laughs> So yeah, that that I think that about does it. Um, the next mm-hmm. episode that we will be, uh, the next episode we will be watching. Are we stupid? The next yes. episode we're really we will dumb, be man. recording. No. I know it's true. It's taken eighty one episodes now. to get there. You're right. We are smarter now. now. I feel Thanks like to I know you, science. Adam. The next episode that we we will be releasing will be all about the Little Prince, the movie from 2015, where Paul uh, does another voiceover role where he plays the Academy teacher. So that's what we'll be talking about next. uh, If you join us, if you watch the movie, have any thoughts on the little prince or have any thoughts on San Andreas, any pitches for San Andreas two, any questions for Adam, anything science related, hit us up at email Giamatti at gmail.com. That's where you can find us. Um, I want to thank Adam 
for being here on this episode with yes. us. Yes, thank, thank you, you for Adam. having thank me. Thank you very much. This was so much fun. I'm glad. I'm glad you had fun. I'm. I feel like I honestly learned a lot, and now I know to stay away from Vancouver because I like sixty seconds. That's insane. I don't yeah. want to be like that British guy who comes over for like a trip to Vancouver, you know, and then has my life upended. But gets and, together with Alexander Daddario though. So I, I mean, you give and take. You give and take. The, the people there don't like to think about it, but it could happen tomorrow or the next day Jesus or next Christ. week or in a oh year or in a decade. But if it happens in a decade, it's going to be even worse. Well, we better hack into their uh, media systems yeah, and we'll get the ready. message out. We'll be ready. Yeah. We'll hack into the media systems and play just a clip of that interview from Paul. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, once again, thank you, Adam. Thank you, Sam. You have to be here every week, but that doesn't matter as much. <laughs> Dan, um, you know what? You're welcome. <laughs> Dan, you're welcome. <laughs> I've been waiting for you to say that. That's incredible. Um, and on that note, let's get out of here. Bless it or Bless Adam. It. Join in with us, why don't Join you? Join in on the count of three. One, two, three. Blessed, Blessed be, be the Giamatti. Giamatti. Praise be. Say bye-bye. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye, Paul.